Welcome to Unqualified Sports, where the unqualified athlete has qualified opinions. We have our basketball expert, Shad, in the building. What's going on with you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's good, my man? Man, we, you know, it's, you know, it's playoff season, so, you know, glued to the TV. Every chance I get, unfortunately, I kind of missed uh, some of that, um, that Warriors-Rockets game, but, I mean, I've been doing my research on it all day, uh, preparing for this, uh, for our, our uh, segment today on them. But uh, before we get into them, man, the Celtics and the Cavs, man, the Cavs down 0-2. Um, I don't know. They they saying they rolling their eyes at each other. The Cavs looking like a, a, a old married couple. Uh, man, you got some stuff to talk about with this, bro. But before before we, you know, I, I'm gonna start with this. I guess more so to say, uh, are the Cavs done? Uh, man, 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 man. Chance to slander LeBron. I never pass up this opportunity. <laughs> but nah, man. <laughs> I, I think I think they still got a punch this chance. Just because they have LeBron and they're going back home. You know, LeBron gets to go home, see his kids, see the wife, get some of my home cooking. And you know, maybe Maybe J.R. Smith will find his jumper somewhere along the line of travel, you dig? Man, we're going to talk about J.R. Smith in a second, bro. I don't, let's not get a little too ahead of ourselves. <laughs> talk about the Cavs. We're going to talk about J.R. Smith in a second, bro, because I got a lot to say about J.R. Smith. But uh, you think, you think, you think, so you think they might can still pull off this series, or what you think? Yeah, yeah they got a chance. I mean, like I said, LeBron's in the eight, eight straight finals, I believe. Seven, seven. Seven, seven yeah. So, um... He's been in this situation before. He's been out 0 2 4, but, you know, he's going back home. I'll be worried if the first two games was in Cleveland. Right, okay. Okay, I understand that. I understand that. Well, you know, the Celtics are like 37 and 0 when they up 2 0 in any series uh, that they ever been in. So history saying that the Cavs going to lose, but. And then, too, another thing, somebody pointed this out to me today. Well, not to me, I was, as I was listening to something today. Uh, how the last time, one of the last times that LeBron lost when he was down 0-2 was against the Celtics before he went to Miami. So, um, that's another thing that it's seeming, it's seeming like it's building up to that again. Um, I don't think they're done. It's a, it's a big difference between losing the uh KG Paul Pierce and Ray Allen and losing to Terrible Jalen Brown and uh, Al Horford. Jason Tatum. Yeah, Al Horford. That's a big difference. Big difference. Well, that's true. I mean, it, it's, it is. And the team, the team that he had then, because I think what the other, only other all star on that team then was what, Mo Williams or something? And he barely, oh, he barely scratched yeah. the all star game that year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, we're, not, we're not counting that. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I ain't gonna even touch on too much on Kevin Love because he he stepped up in the second game. Uh, but he did, he did, he, he did. yeah, he stepped up. So I, I I can't say that. But um, do you think how much how much do you think is uh, blame on LeBron for this? Um, I, I do blame blame the first game on LeBron. So totally on LeBron, but I felt like. He wasn't nowhere near as aggressive as he should have been in that game. And I think he felt that way, which is why he came out in game two, the way he came out. I mean, LeBron was looking to kill. He had one of the Kobe-type 
headquarters, you know what I'm saying? But I digress about that. But the Browns I'm actually got something to say really, about really that. Good. <laughs> really, really well. A 42 point triple double. I mean, Kyrie, what do you want from me? I don't know. I don't know what else to man. Oh, my bad, you kind of cut out. What'd you say? I said, um, a 42-point triple-double, he, he put his Tyrese voice on and said, what more do you want from me? I don't know what else <laughs> you expect from me, man, bro. Well, I'm going to say this. Speaking of Kobe, um, you know, Kobe do his show detail. Kobe said, yeah. Kobe said, he said, I love how LeBron plays. <laughs> like, Kobe, Kobe is like, what's the word? What's the word, bro, where you like, so self-centered, bro. What is that word? Uh, uh, <laughs> what it is? Egotistical? No, not egotistical. I want to say hypochondriac, but that's somebody that's still, right? It's the other word, dog. Yeah. I can't think of what it is, bro. But he is so self-centered, bro. Bro, right. like, I can't. It's so hard to take COVID serious, but you like, shit. Like, what, it makes what, so what much sense. Say? I'm about to tell you. He said, and this, this is a... Uh, this is uh, this is clearly not word for word. It's not verbatim, but this is basically what he said. He said, "I love how LeBron is putting taking them to the post, but if it was me, the only problem I have with it and what I would do different." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, here COVID goes up. Uh, if it was me, what I would do different is I put them on the low block. You you wasting less in you 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 wasting less energy. It's only they got to mm -hmm. double team you, you and you putting the referees and everybody in a position to you putting the referee in a position to either call a foul or you to just to score like you you putting the defense in a in a different predicament and Trey that was on the jump uh today and Trace McGrady kind of agreed with it and he said even if he don't take him down to the low block he need to take him to like the wing or uh to the to the free throw line somewhere where he can work a little better at the post or whatever so i think i think he might actually do that uh, this next game. I think in order for him to win this series, he got to do that. Uh, as far as his blame goes, um, I think LeBron kind of somewhere in his mind, like, we can't win this, bro. Like, we ain't winning nothing with this team. Like, I think he thinking that, like, he ain't going to say that because he going to, you know, he he's my guys. And, and this, you know. Smart my team and blah blah blah. He the leader, blah blah blah. But he, I, I, so it just actually leads into my next my next thing. Would it be worse for LeBron to lose in this series or in the finals? Absolutely, be worse for him to lose in, in the finals. As far as the legacy and the grand scheme of things, it would be better if he just lost if he lost in the conference finals. But as far as the day goes, in a way. He's so scrutinized and the scope is on him and the way they kill him. It's better for him to lose in the finals. Because if you lose in the Eastern Conference Finals, they're going to kill him about losing to a Boston. You said they're going to kill him uh, if right he now, lose right? to a Boston team, you said? To this Boston team. This Boston team without Kyrie Irving, without Gordon Haywood, they're going to kill him for that. They're going to kill him for that. I mean... But let's just be honest. They're going to kill him if he go lose to Golden State or if he lose to the Rockets. They're going to kill him either way the cut go. I, I personally think, not saying he should go out there and try to lose. I, I I don't think he plays that way. But I think if they did lose this series, say if he took it to seven and they lost, you know, in seven, you know, something like that. Um, I don't think it's that bad. Now, I think if he lose to Kyrie, 
while Kyrie is playing, that might actually be worse than him losing to this team because, like, this team is like the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, yeah. man, Nick Foles yeah. can't beat, not going to beat the, uh, the, the Vikings. And, like, think about right. it. After the Vikings, you know, did what they did to the Saints and they was on this high and they lost to the Eagles, we forgot all about the Vikings. So, I mean, don't get me wrong, Vikings, LeBron, that's two different things, clearly. But uh same time, it's like, we're going to be more worried about what will happen next, which we're going to get into that later as well. Um But that's just my take on it. But I, this is something I got to talk about, bro, because this is bothering me a lot. You touched on it a little earlier, so we got to talk about this. And he got a whole say. I bet he ain't never had no whole segment to himself unless until he was. <laughs> he probably ain't never had a whole segment to himself unless he was coming out of high school or something. J.R. Smith, bro, bro, what's going on with J.R. Smith, bro? J.R. Smith is the definition of a streaky player, bro. I can think that was the um final game of the last series where he didn't miss a shot. He shot perfect. I believe it was six for six or seven for seven. Yeah, I think in that so. Game. I think so. I and think you're right. You come out and play 27 minutes and 22 seconds and go 0 for seven and not score a point. Dale Smith, never see. You got to play. I, I would play, honestly, if I was Cleveland, I would play Jordan Clarkson right now over Dale Smith. Me personally. Well, honestly, because he, he going to produce more. Um, he gonna produce more, and I agree with you. I, I, I asked this. I feel like we talked about this somewhat a little bit before on on another episode. Uh, he was a complete athlete. He then fell into yeah. this fadeaway, fadeaway Jr. thing. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Like every shot is a fadeaway, and when he do that, yeah. it's like, and, and, and this is what I, I was talking to my frat brother um, the other day. We was actually watching the game. Uh, when he called me, and he just called, he said, man, when y'all get on that podcast, bro, y'all need to talk about Coach Lou, and y'all need to talk about J.R. Smith. Now, I think I don't think Coach Lou is that great of a coach, but J.R. Smith, bro, especially after he said that and the, the series of events after that, he was like, watch J.R. And before he did this play, when he tried to do the behind-the-back fadeaway three-point <laughs> shot, he was like, yeah. Like, maybe two or three seconds before that happened, he said, watch J.R. Smith about to do something wild. He about to wild out. And bam. I was like, I said, oh, oh, oh man, you called that, bro. Then he goes down the court because he, I guess he assumed he got fouled. And he goes and he pushes yeah. Al Hufford. Nah. Dirty play. He should have got ejected. Period. Yeah, he should have got ejected. He should have got ejected. Yeah, he got if he shouldn't have got ejected for... Pushing Al Horford, he should have got ejected for mushing uh, Mar- uh, Marcus Smart because he mushed him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I ain't going to sit up here and say J.R. ain't got no hands. Marcus Smart a little more solid than him. J.R. Smith <laughs> might have hands, though, because he kind of treated him like, chill out, little daddy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he kind of treated him like a little boy. But Marcus Smart, I don't think, is nobody to play with. And, uh, nah. Nah. He not and it, like I like one of somebody else told me today. Well, uh, the the Cavaliers should have took up for him a little. Man, you know they, they did the right thing. They just stopped Marcus Smart from swinging on him, and that's all they needed to do. You know why? Because they was probably thinking 
he just messed this up for us real bad. He just messed this he up did. for us. He really did. Because they was in the game. Yeah, they were. They were. Stupid play by J.R. Smith, man. Then what, he didn't score no points? Though. He didn't score no points that game, huh? He had zero points? That whole game? Or did he have just two points? What, he had two? It don't matter. He was ineffective. Nah. He had zero. <laughs> he, he had, had zero. zero points. Now, you can't be a starting zero. guard. Dog, what's your boy name is? They call self-check over there at, at Oklahoma City. That was their defensive specialist. What's his name was? That missed oh, the uh, Robeson. Robeson. Robeson at least hit a three a game. He at least hit one three a game. He one. Did. He did at least give you one. At least one from the corner. Yeah. He can't shoot. But he going to at least give you a bucket, right. a hustle bucket or something. He going to give you a bucket. I don't know what they doing with J.R. Smith, dog. J.R. Smith was so bad that George Hill played 25 minutes and only scored three points and nobody talking about it. Which is horrible. And he just graduated. He just graduated from college and all that. He was supposed to come in there with that energy. Like, I just graduated. That's big starting backcourt. Judge Hill and Gerald Smith played 40-something minutes combined and had three points. Well, while we talking about how garbage the Cleveland Cavaliers are, minus LeBron James and Kevin Love since he kind of got uh, pushed away from the garbage part of the conversation because he had actually had an effective, efficient game, how legit are the Celtics? Look, I'm going to tell you, man, one thing, one thing about a young team, I know they're inexperienced. But when you just don't know how to be scared because you've never been in it before, that's the scary thing, bro. They are talented. And they got the one vet, well, two vets between Morris and, and Al Horford. That's playing solid. But they just playing kept free. They listening to Brad Stevens running, and they playing with a lot more energy than Cleveland Cavaliers, bro. You can see it. Like, they out hustling them every loose ball. They contesting every shot on defense. And the Cavs defense. Terrible right now, man. Terrible. It really is. It really Tyron is. Tyron Lue? Woo! Man. I don't Ty know who signed that dude up. Dog, Ty Tyron Lue, he just ain't, he just ain't, he ain't cutting it, dog. He not, he not that great of a coach, dog. Like, he really kept JR, like, we talking about bad JR. He really kept that man in the game that long. Yep. Yep. Bro. It only take you five to ten minutes to see what J.R. Smith gonna show up to this game, bro. That's all it takes. The funny thing is, bro, we supposed to be talking about the Celtics right now. We had to go back to J.R. Smith and I garbage. We went back. We went back to. We ended up back on J.R. Smith. He got an extra segment. <laughs> J.R. Smith, so trash for that dog. And the thing is, bro, like this is what I was telling my partner. I said, bro, you would think after this many years of experience. He would be able to tweak his game and and get better just as a player. You know what I'm saying? And find his spots. Like, you know how some players, like when you watch, even like players that's not like the caliber of the D-Ways and stuff like that. Like, if you just watch certain players, like even like a Jamal Crawford or somebody, right? Jamal Crawford got, he take wild shots, but he got spots on the floor where he's very effective. Yep. And he know how to get to them. Exactly. And that's this this man yep. what a 12, 13, 14 year vet or something like that. He's been playing a long time too. Like yep. J.R. Smith probably been playing at least nine or ten years, I'm assuming. Like something like that. 
anyway, bro, because we're going to keep talking about Jasmine. The Celtics, me personally, I think they legit, bro. I think they got good coaching. I think they really got the insider, bro. They really got Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving knows how this machine runs. So he like, look, this how, is this how you make it malfunction right here. Boom. Do this. And it's working. Like, uh, nobody giving him enough credit because he's not playing. But him not playing, just imagine if he was. Oh, my God. I'd be yeah. embarrassed to watch, yeah. be calling myself a LeBron fan, watching him play against Kyrie Irving, bro. I miss Kyrie Irving, bro. Just, I just wish he was playing basketball, bro. I can't, I just gotta say that every time, bro. That's hand the level, bro. In my opinion. Yes, yeah, so we got some people that that that, that beg to differ. That somebody told me on one of my other podcasts that it's Allen Iverson, but you know, we we could that's that's back that can be one of our debates for later. But um, yeah. Oh, this something random. But I got to do it. Uh, this ain't got nothing to do with basketball or nothing to do with sport. Shout out to my little cousin, Autumn. She graduated from Broadmoor High yesterday. I went to the graduation. I love you. Thank you. You did such well, a great job. Congratulations. Beautiful. It was it was awesome. She was class president. It was it was, it was was great. It was great. But what? I just, yeah, I had, to, I had to shout out real quick. I wanted to do it at the beginning, but I just thought about it. But uh, Warriors Rockets tied 1-1. Who has the edge? Golden State, easy. Let me tell you why. Oh, please. They did what they were supposed to do. They did what they were supposed to do. Go into Houston, get you a game, come back home, protect home court. You go back to Houston. You go back to Houston up three one. That's all. Simple as that. So you basically saying that the last night game was just fluky, like. They just played like they ain't really wanna. They ain't, they they had already did what they needed to do, so that's why they ain't care to win that game. That's how you basically. That's what it sounds like you're trying to say. Well, you always want to win every time you step out on the court, but it's not that pressure. That's when you know you gotta get a game. So I could see why Houston was desperate. You can't go down 0-2. You can't lose twice at home. So they came out playing like a desperate team played which is why they took the game. And that clearly showed. They they just whooped Golden State last night. The only person that showed up was Kevin Durant. Okay. Well, let, let, but let's kind of, let's, okay, that uh, that's understandable. Like, you know, Warriors, superb team, you know, they're a really good team. And, you know, honestly, you know me, I ain't picked the Warriors to win this series. I mean, I ain't picked the Rockets to win this series. So I'm not I'm not switching sides or anything like that. But just to play devil's advocate because you just made it just like, oh, that ain't nothing. They good. Like, but to me, from what I've been hearing, because like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch the game. Like I said, I was at my little cousin's graduation. Shout out to her again. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the same time, from what I've been hearing all day today, now I'm pretty sure. Did you get a chance to watch any of the game? Definitely. Okay, so you 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 can attest to anything that I'm saying. If I'm saying something wrong, you just correct me. From what my understanding okay. is, from what everybody was saying today, they made sure that every time whoever Steph Curry was guarding got the ball, they went at Steph Curry. They say Steph Stephen A. say he ain't seen Steph Curry get off the floor that many times ever in a basketball game. So they was beating Polis Steph Curry up. They were being real physical with him, knocking him down, taking him to the rack. I, I did see the Chris Paul highlight. I did see that, which we could touch on that in a little second. But, like, do you think that the Rockets have kind of discovered uh, a kryptonite to the, for the Warriors? Like, to actually just attack, attack, attack Steph Curry? Let me tell you, let me tell you why that's not going to work. 
Why? Because you're going back to Golden State. <laughs> you're not going to be able to be physical like that with Steph Curry. The refs not holding that whistle on Golden State. They let it go. They're gonna they're gonna let it they're gonna let it go. They're gonna blow that whistle all night long. You're gonna be in foul trouble early. I'm telling you. You can't beat Steph Curry up the way they did in game two in Houston. You can't do that when you go back to Golden State. I'm telling you. It didn't work while they was in Houston. But at the same time, like I said, Golden State, they took that first game and they was content. I give you another example. Remember last series when the Pelicans had their two games home stand? They blew Golden State out one of those games, right? Right. Golden State took one, right? Right. They was fine with that. They was fine with that. Golden State is fine taking a split in your hometown. Now they're going to go back and perform in the Oracle where they rarely lose that. That's where they rarely lose that. Well, I'm going to say this. Go ahead. Go. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, cut y'all. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just saying the vet check time for Houston. They gotta go into Golden State and take one. Now, I did end up checking. I here now I was checking stat lines and box scores and stuff like that. And I noticed Houston probably had what maybe five players in double figures. Like. They had a lot of players yep. that actually contributed. So I know that's going to be a lot of home cooking type stuff. You, you know, you're playing at home. Mm-hmm. You're more comfortable at home, blah, blah, blah. But they have won 65 games. They do have a really good road record. Yep. I, I'm going to say I'm gonna say that they probably won't win game three. Well, actually, you know what mm-hmm. I think? I think they might actually win game three, and they're going to lose game four. And the only reason I'm saying that, because I think by the time we get to the fifth, I really now feel like this, this series is going to go to – it's gonna go to uh to seven. I didn't think so at first. I was like six games, they done. Like Max, I say because the NBA gotta make their money, so six games they done, but I think they're going to seven. And I think it's gonna actually come down to the wire. I don't think they could blow them out every time like that, but I think I'm I'm one of the people that believe that Steph Curry, as they like to say, is the straw that stirs the cup. Like he not the he's not the emotional leader of the team, but he's the he's that right. part of the team that's like he makes it so impossible for them to guard all of them when he's effective or whatever. So if you can kind of take him out of the game, which is very hard to do, but I notice them being physical with him now. You watch the game. So when I when I'm imagining how they saying they was being physical with him was they was attacking him while he was on defense. Now. That doesn't mean that they – well, I guess what I'm saying is you said that the ref's going to blow the whistle. Was he really in position to, like, take charges and stuff? Or were they, like, actually following him when he was on offense, just beating him up, and they just wasn't calling it? How was that called? Like, you can tell me better than what I saw because I, I, didn't, I didn't see anything. Uh, they was attacking him on um, when he was on defense. They was attacking Chris Paul's – was a lot more aggressive. You know, they were putting him in pick and roll, setting hard screens on him and things like that. I think a couple of those going to get called as, as offensive screens, but it's illegal screens, too, when they get to Golden State. But they beat him up a lot, too, on when he had the ball on offense. It was just physical with him. A lot of those bumps. He fell out of bounds a couple times and put up shots that didn't get called. You know, fouls didn't get called. And, you know, Houston was taking those missed opportunities and running down court scoring that transition. I think a lot of that's neutralized when they go back to Golden State. So you got a point. Um, but speaking of uh, him falling, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of that, uh, what what uh, I saw the highlight, bro, and I, I guess uh, 
like as she put on uh on on IG uh with Drake voice, looking for revenge, like <laughs> all summer eighteen. Huh? <laughs> I was about to say that. I was just about to say that. Like, oh, uh, bro, Chris Paul got him back. Chris Paul got him. That's Curry going. Steph Curry gonna have to go to the doctor and get some prescribed ankle braces in a minute, man. If this keep up, bro, because I don't know what he's gonna do. And I mean, you know, he got that classic. He got that classic that he did Chris Paul. Now he, it's been a couple of years, mm-hmm. but uh, he did he did get Chris Paul real bad. You know what I'm saying? So I guess Chris oh, Paul was like, did. yeah, Chris Paul did it on a bigger stage though. <laughs> Chris Paul doing it. Facts, all facts. <laughs> Chris Paul like, oh, this is the conference final. Right yeah. Chris Paul like, you know what, dog? Watching Chris Paul, and I'm not even a huge Chris Paul fan, dog. I'm be honest, but Chris Paul is like one of the only players that still like bring the the remnants of and one mixtapes into now basketball. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he do the like yeah. the little fake passes and stuff like that and then actually yeah, pop the yeah. pass all this stuff like i'll be looking at chris paul like yeah, man like all i'm thinking is like high sauce skipped to my loose stuff like that you know what i'm saying yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's like it's bro. pretty crazy you tell he was he was a fan of that when he, he was a fan of that bro when he was in college and high school and stuff like that you could tell man that's true you could tell that's true and with jamal crawford bro jamal crawford and Kyrie. those was my three those was my three guys what is stuff too yeah, my Steph. top four ball handlers, ball handlers in the league right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with you too, though. I think Kyrie got the best handlers. But um, as far as the coaching, I, I remember uh, hearing that D'Antoni was like, you know, people trying to make this big deal about how we play, but on 60% of our uh, isolations, we score. So we just going to have to work harder at what we do. We can't let other people tell us how to basically do our own puzzle. It's our puzzle. We got to figure out our puzzle on our own and we're going to stick to what we do best. So, you know, people were saying he going to eat them words basically, uh, the day before the game and the day of the game up until the game. And then he basically made them eat their words by saying it works. So, do you think it was more coaching? I know we kind of touched on it a little bit, but do you think this was actually more coaching on D'Antoni's part, or do you think it was just more Warriors saying we already got a game? Um, I'll be honest, man. Whether the Warriors feel like they had, had it wrapped up or not, it's hard to stop that Houston Rockets team. I'm, I'm going to just keep it honest. When you got one of the best ISO stores in the league, top two, three ISO stores in the league, and then you got a secondary, well, primary ball handler who's probably arguably a top three point guard in the league, depending on who you ask. It's going to be tough to stop that backcourt, man. Like, because Chris Paul gets everybody involved. And Dave Harden is good enough to score one-on-one on pretty much anybody. And when they get into the foul line as much as they did in game two, it's going to be hard to stop. I really think that's D'Antoni's system to a team. Like, that, that's what Phoenix did. Back back in their era when Dan Tony was there, I mean he didn't do much with the Lakers because he just didn't really have any talent when he was over there in LA. No, Kobe just wasn't all that. You're right. No, nah, I mean <laughs> by, by talent, I mean he didn't have a supporting cast. <laughs> I'm glad you, I'm glad you, I'm glad you did that. The Kobe just not, bro. Like that's what Kobe fans do. They find all the ways they can to just pull on Kobe real quick. I got you, dog. <laughs> I, I could tell. I could tell you was waiting on that moment. Well, right? when you said it, I, I didn't say it. You said it. I, you, you, you was, you was kept. 
we all know I was talking about the supporting cast and not the greatest shoot, not the greatest shooting guard uh, of my time. You know, greatest uh, shooting guard of my time. Okay. Yeah. Right. I think she yeah. might say D Wade. Yeah. It don't matter either way. Uh, <laughs> be, be who? I'm clouded, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, Chris, Chris Paul, Chris Paul. Man, that Houston offense, man, he, he brings a different element to it. I tell you that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think their defensive uh, tenacity is a little better. And I think I think with Golden State being a finesse team and them being able to get away with finesse team, like winning, mm-hmm. like if you watch any old basketball, if you talk to any old heads, like yeah. I can remember my uncle always telling me that the, the team that plays softer going to lose. Like the finesse team going to lose. The physical team going to win. And most – and they've been getting away with it now for the longest because they shoot the three so well. But I think if you do yep. put if you put KD on that island and say, okay, beat us, you got to score 80 points, KD, or y'all not going to win because we're going to try to shoot. Yep. And that, the, the hardest part about that is, is you got to think Steph Curry is still on the team. But if you make him work yep. defensively because – Honestly, Steve Kerr tries to hide him defensively. If you make him work defensively, mm-hmm. you kind of find you can kind of find a little chink in the arm. It's kind of like this gonna make me sound probably like a nerd, but uh, on the Hobbit, that dragon that only had that one spot where you can hit him at, and you can't hit him nowhere else. Yeah. But you know he basically yeah. indestructible. But if you can hit him in that one spot, you could destroy that dragon, yeah. and that might be. This he he might be on to something. I, I I like I said, we'll see how the series play out. But D'Antoni might be on to something, bro. I mean, we yeah, we gonna yeah, see. Not to cut you off, we can't ask the rest to throw eighty points because we know Kobe's the only one who ever done that besides Will Chamberlain. But, but go ahead, carry on. Carry on. <laughs> Kobe, I mean, the rat, the rat is a very efficient scorer though, but he just yeah. doesn't have. He doesn't have uh, just a. Uh, well, yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna boost Kobe up a little bit. He doesn't have the Mamba mentality like that, so uh, you know. <laughs> I like that. I like so that. I, I totally agree with that. I don't, I don't think Durant gonna go out there and give you 81. But honestly, I couldn't blame Durant in this right now. Even if he averaged 38, 10 and five or whatever he averaging right now. Um, yeah. If they lose this series, it's going to be his fault. And it's going to be his fault because he's the best player on the team. It don't matter. <laughs> like, you think, you think, well, that's another conversation. We'll that, get into that. That, that is. But, we, yeah, we will definitely get into that, man. Um, I want to ask this, though. With us okay. basically saying that the Warriors, both are still picking the Warriors to win this series, I think it's just going to go further than what I thought. But you clearly don't think it's going to go that far. You think by game five it's going to be a 3-1 series. So, uh, yeah, I think it's over at six. Yeah, so, so say this, let's just speak a little hypothetical real quick. If Celtics beat the Cavs, do you think that they match up well or do you think they even have a chance to take it to a series, the like a, a long series? Do you think they even have an opportunity, like a not an opportunity, but a chance to do that? Against Golden State? Yeah. No. <laughs> I give it, no. I give it. I give it five games, maybe. Uh, Boston. Boston would have. Would they have home court in that series? That is a really good question. I don't think so. I don't know though. That's something we got a fact check. Um, I wish we had a fact checker. Either right? Huh? Boston would have home court. 
Boston's the two seed, right? Yeah, they're two seed. Both of them two yeah, seed. Golden State's a two seed. Yeah, so it depends hmm. on their records. I don't know, but I I really think it'll be entertaining, bro. I, I and I'm gonna keep saying it and until somebody tell me something different to make me believe something different. Uh, unless LeBron goes to the Pelicans or becomes the player, the, the next player coach of of Toronto, like uh like uh Bill Russell did. So he already LeBronto. It's already LeBronto up there. He go join that team. They they can win a championship. But they they he got to be the coach too. But uh, unless he goes to the Pelicans, unless he goes to the Pelicans or the Raptors, I don't see them winning a championship. I don't see him winning no more championships. But if but if um, what I was about to say, I'm man, I completely lost my train of thought. But no, the Celtics gonna win a championship next year with Kyrie if they help. What? The Celtics will win the finals next year if Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward are healthy. Period. Ain't no other so, team gonna beat so, them. They gonna win the championship. But so Golden State leaving the NBA? No, Golden State gonna lose to them. They gonna get out coached, and they gonna do. The, and I'm telling you, like I'm, I'm telling you, bro. I know it's gonna sound crazy, and I, and I, I and I, sometimes I'm emotional. So forgive me. But this what Dan Dan Tony. Show something about them last night that might actually be bigger than what we know. And we know damn well that Brad Stevens is a way better coach than Dan Tony. Way better. Agreed. So, if he could find a chink in the armor, and Brad Stevens could definitely find a chink in that armor, bro. I'm telling you. Brad Stevens can ex- ex- expose something that maybe we don't see. He sees basketball differently, especially from me. Because I'm like, damn, this dude, he's really a really good coach. But that's But either way, uh, I think they got a better chance. I think they, I think they'll actually go the distance with them, with this undermanned team. And I know it sounds crazy, but one thing that travel, bro, is defense, and they've been proving that this whole Ooh. series. Defense travel, they ain't got to be able to score if they could, if they could play good defense and just let let, let the rain eat. Who gonna stop the rain? Nobody gonna stop the rain anyway. So you just chalk that little part up. He gonna let him score forty. Just like we just did LeBron. Oh, let him go forward. Let me see what we can do with the rest of them. And really put that pressure on them. Because, you know, they'll guard you up. They'll guard you 90 feet. What you going to do? Rozier will be on your ass the whole game. Like, I'm just telling you, bro. And we all know Curry, Curry can't handle uh can't handle Kyrie, bro. He proved. That's proven. That's proven. I'm good. Man, Curry, Curry can't handle Kyrie. Kyrie did put a 40 on Curry. Easy. Curry never put up 40 on Kyrie, not in no finals. It, it sounds good. It sounds good. Okay. Well, we, you good. know, hey, we're going to be doing this. So we're we going to talk about it. You know, you know, Curry almost averaged a triple-double last, uh, last finals. Huh? I know uh, Durant won MVP, and that kind of got swept under the rug. But, yeah, Curry, Curry almost averaged a triple-double. It was like 24-10 uh, and 8 or something like that. That's cool. Well, I mean, you got if you could pass the ball, look, Rashad, you played ball, right? You played ball in, in college, high school, college, probably drunk coming up, right? Let's just say you played on the Golden State Warriors, and we didn't know you, because Curry got hurt, and you came in the game, and you could score, okay. you know what I'm saying? But, but you got Durant mm-hmm. on your team, you the point guard, you got Durant on your team, you got Klay Thompson on your team, you got Draymond Green mm-hmm. on your team, you got Swaggy P on your team. You got all these Iguodala mm-hmm. on your team. All you got to do is just 
find them when they open. Because the, the the system that they run, you, you could easily pass the ball to Durant. Durant pull up jumping. He hit four jump shots. And then Klay Thompson hit another four. And then you got eight assists. And look. Oh, look, you just this great assist man. And all you did was pass him. He dribbled once and shot it. That don't make you that great, bro. That's all I'm saying, dog. It's all good, bro. I see what you're trying to do right now. And I ain't about to do that because I felt like I was about to fall into a trap. I'm about to fall. Now we discrediting the assistant. Okay. okay? I'm not discrediting anything. I'm not discrediting anything. All I'm saying is on that team, Draymond Green averaged a triple-double. On any other team, Draymond Green couldn't get a triple-double. He couldn't sniff a triple-double. Unless somebody, unless his team had a good shooting night. Because when you got shooters like that, it's easy to get a triple-double on that team. Draymond Green, we talk about Draymond Green. Draymond Green is a utility guy, bro. Come on, bro. Anyway, bro, we're going to end up arguing. Correct, correct, correct. Look, we're going to do, do a little, a little rapid-fire type thing real quick, right? So this is how I'm going to okay. do these, uh, these finalists for these three – these three particular categories. And but this is how we're gonna do it though. We're gonna add in the playoffs and you tell me what who you think will win it added add it with playoff experience, right? With what they done did rap, in the playoffs. Rap, 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 rap it. So you just you just the, I'm gonna give you the three P I'm gonna say what it is, I'm gonna give you the three people, the three finalists, you you choose it. You just choose whoever it is. First one come to your head to say whatever it is. I don't need no I don't need no explanation. Just give me the answer. Got it? Finalist, uh, finalist for MVP: AD, Harden, LeBron James. Harden. <laughs> Rookie of the year: Mitchell, Simmons, Tatum. Simmons. <laughs> I know you didn't like that. I know you didn't like that. I know you didn't like either one of them. Defensive, defensive player of the year: MB, AD, Gobert. Gobert. Bruh, all right, bruh. I'm not playing with you no more, dog. I'm not playing with you no more, dog. This man picked all. Other than hard, dog. You wildin', bruh. Anyway, all right, bruh. We can, we can, we gonna, we gonna touch on this a little bit, bruh. Uh, the draft lottery. Phoenix got the number one pick. A lot of people saying they ought to get DeAndre Aiden from Arizona. He live in Arizona already. He'll be right there. They saying, you know, he might be the next best thing since. Akeem Olajuwon, um, what you think? You think they ought to get him, or you think they got somebody else out there that they maybe should look at getting? Um, I like Deontay. I do. I do. He's, he's a big guy, super athletic, long wingspan, protect the rim. And he's actually got some shooting touch, knocked down a few threes in his one long uh, college season over there at Arizona. But, I mean, it depends on how much they believe in this uh, – Alex Lynch, I believe he is. I believe his name is. But um, it depends on how much they believe in Alex Lynch that they got, that they spent a, a lottery pick on a couple years ago. I don't know if they feel like, you know, he's the best at the pace they want. But if he's not, then I think they should take a look at him. But I, I also like the uh, foreign kid, uh, Lucas, I think it's in Dockney. Oh, or, yeah, the guy that's uh, like a six eight point guard or something. Yeah, I, I just watched a video. Uh, one of my homeboys sent me a video. Uh, my partner Fresh, shout out to Fresh. He sent me a video of, of Lucas, like his step back. That's one of his go-to moves, man. The kid looks legit. Nah, he's coming
Hello? My fault, I'm sorry. Yeah, hello? Yeah, now what you say to do what? Oh, okay, yeah, my, one of my homeboys sent me a video of uh, Luca, and he looks legit. I know he's doing it against lesser talent in the EuroLeague, but the guy looks like he, he really is the total package. But I also read a report on Bleacher Report today that he's considering staying overseas and not even entering the draft. So. Oh, wow. Who knows how that's gonna play out? Yeah, you never know with those with the uh some and some and some of those European talents are real good. Some of them, you don't know. But I mean, that's 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 kind of unfair to European talent because some some uh USA talent, college talent, seem to be they gonna be huge and they gonna be real good and in, in the pros and then bam, they not really that good. So I mean, it just depends. I mean, look, not to cut you off, but I mean, look at look at. Uh, LA from two seasons ago when we passed up on the uh, we got the Russell and passed up on Porzingis. See what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think y'all, I, yeah, but we we like we discussed, man. Y'all y'all trending in the right direction, and y'all got some good management over there now. So y'all y'all gonna go yeah. in the right direction. Next next four five years, y'all gonna be like losing in the conference finals or something like. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna happen. Lebron, LeBron will be over there by then, though. so you know. I don't uh, know if you want that. LeBron, I'm, LeBron gonna be the next. He gonna pull a Bill Russell. Y'all think it's a game now? If LeBron pull, look, you heard it here first. I ain't lying. If LeBron pull a Bill Russell and he the the player coach of the Lebronto Raptors, just know you heard it here first. Just know you heard you ain't here nowhere else but here. You heard it here first. I call him the goat. I call him the goat to your face, people. That. <laughs> That'll be so fire. That'll be so fire. Like, uh, he already the coach. He made my well. Then he already. Then they got like. Anyway, bro, I ain't gonna get into that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this Jordan documentary, bro. Um, he's supposed to be linking up with ESPN. Supposed to be linking up with Netflix to do a. 10-hour documentary, which I'm assuming is going to be an hour piece. They say they got 500 hours of unseen footage. How interested are you in this happening? I'm pumped up about it. It's set to release next year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Entitled The Last Dance, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm, I'm excited for this, man. I mean, because Jordan, we really didn't get the inside. Like, when Jordan was playing, it wasn't during the social media era where everything is broadcasted and you find out about everything that's going on in a player's life. I mean, we knew about Jordan having, uh, you know, his downfalls with his blend, you know, things like that. But the mm-hmm. element of Jordan that we don't know about and we're going to get a chance to see firsthand with this documentary. Right, right. I agree. I think it's going to be very interesting. Uh, and then it kind of, it'll help us. Because, like, I like how they did, like, uh, when they did the 30 for 30 of, like, the Lakers and the Celtics. Like, mm-hmm. that that was good for somebody like me because I was basically too young to watch that to know exactly how competitive they was, how really good, like, I've heard Larry Bird was, but to actually see the footage and then you hear Lakers playing saying how Larry Bird going to call the play. Look, fellas, don't worry about it. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go here, I'm going to kick out to the corner, I'm going to hit this three, and I'm going to go down, you know, like, and he'll do it, and it's like, what? Like, Larry Bird was really that cold. Like, you know, you you start yeah, finding out right. these things about these players, you're like, man, this is really yeah. cool. So I think it's going to be really great. Then I have a 10-part series, and it's going to be on Netflix, so you know everybody going to watch it, and they're going to binge watch it. 
it's going to, once it come Guaranteed. out, yeah, you're going you gonna to watch it straight Guaranteed. through. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, exactly. I think it's going to be pretty cool. But, uh, to, to end, end basically our segment on that, I got out, I got three she questions for you. Uh, oh, God. Okay. Oh God. So, um, first is, who is the greatest Laker of all time to you? Uh, uh, do I get to answer why, or do I just gotta say the name? And, and that? Um, be brief with the why, I guess. I guess you be just be oh. brief with it. The answer is Kobe being Bryant. The accolade speaks for himself, but the definitive reason why is Kobe being Bryant is because the second person that arguably has a debate with Kobe is Magic Johnson, and Magic Johnson's head out of his lips that Kobe Bryant is the greatest Laker of all time. The defense rush. Okay. I'm not going to argue about that because I think that you're absolutely wrong. But um, <laughs> that's not neither here nor there. That ain't why he told me to ask you that. Uh, next question is, this ain't got nothing to do with basketball. Who is your favorite Absolutely. battle rapper and why? Ooh, um, my favorite battle rapper is a battle rapper by the name of Averb. He's from St. Louis. It's oh, you not like to do with the perm? <laughs> like to do with the perm? We're not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> we like to do We're with the perm, bro. And, and, and if you're not familiar with Averb, he has a big battle against Murder Mook, who people consider is the GOAT of battle rap. He has a big battle coming up against Murder Mook in August, August 8th. Um, so, yeah, check that out. It's uh, actually going to be on pay-per-view. You could go to www.rbe.com, I believe, if you want to order the pay-per-view. Yeah, check that out. Check what, that out. Was it, uh, was it Charlie Cliff that got, got he started against uh, Aver? Man, we, man, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. I'm just asking. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just asking, dog. I'm just asking because I know Charlie Cliff's nice, but I know they say he he stuttered. He kind of he kind of got caught up against somebody. I don't remember if it was a verb or not. Uh, but either way, Charlie, I mean, Charlie I, Cliff I, did, I, did a pretty bad though. I ain't even gonna lie. He did him. He did him really man bad. Man, got a perm, bro. I took after look after Snoop Dogg faded away that. as one of the great top rappers. The perm shit gotta go. I'm sorry. Look, it just gotta go. Anyway, uh, now this is the last question that she she want me to ask you. He said, somebody said you not gonna beat them if y'all play again on that 2K. I'm not gonna say any names though. And so that really ain't a question, but that's what he told me to tell you. <laughs> uh, all, right, all right, let me let me make this brief. I keep this about 30 seconds. Uh, me, me 2K and a couple of other uh, guys started the 2K season. Uh, last year, and my very first game I played, one of the guys beat me, and he talked mad, mad trash, you know, after he beat me. So I promised him he would never ever beat me again on 2K, and I beat him 15 times straight. So I'm assuming that's the guy he's, he's talking about that says I won't beat him anymore, but you know, yeah. 15 times straight? Yeah, I beat him 15 times straight. You can ask you, this is the per I think he told me about this scenario before. He just didn't put names to this. Um, oh, yeah. I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else he said? You know what else he said, bro? And this ain't no disrespect because he said the same thing about me. He said, see, he, see, he say, see, shy, bro? He a attention whore, bro. He loved this. <laughs> <laughs> he said he loved this. He said, just like you. 
You love this too. That's why you do it. Cause you love this, bro. You like the attention. I said, all right, bro. I, I, I tell you, I tell you off there if he was right or not. <laughs> well, all right, bro. Look, this gonna conclude our episode, man. Uh, before we go though, Warriors still in six for you, or what you think? Still Warriors, in six. Warriors in six, my man. Cavs, Cavs. You still got Cavs, or you got Celtics? Where you at? <laughs> Cavs and seven. Cavs and seven. All right, I knew you were going to go with LeBron Tote. I'm going to be your next player coach. I'm telling you. Uh, but this going to conclude it, bro. Appreciate you again, big dog. You know, we always put on the show. And you know what, bro? I, I got to make sure I keep putting you on the air, bro, because some reason, this is why I know you probably is an attention whore, bro, because you, you get the most listens, bro. Like, every episode oh, do. we do with you, get the most lit Dog, no other episode has got as many listens as our last episode and before that was the episode we did before that so uh, oh, okay okay so keep I, I, doing I, I, what I, I, you're I, doing I, keep doing what you're doing I, look i, I ain't I, mad I, at you you know you can have a, th- these horrible opinions that you got just keep them up like they they getting people to listen like you talking about kobe the best laker that's did you mention that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all can find us on iTunes. We're working on Google Play. we on Stitcher. we on, I think it's like Radio Cast. we on, we on some other things, too. We Like I said, we're working on Google okay. Play. We actually, if you download, if you got an Android and you download any podcast app, like Podcast Addict or anything of that sort, such, such, what I'm talking about, of that such, um... <laughs> You could you could actually search for us. Um, we have our RSS feed. If you want, if you need that, we we gonna provide that for y'all guys. Y'all can go and search us. You can find us just about anywhere. We just working on Google Play. They hating on us right now. I don't know why. But uh, make sure y'all listen. Make sure y'all listen. And y'all be blessed, man. Thank you again, Shy, bro. Man, anytime. All right, big dog.